Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah, and some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome to the Clubhouse with Shane Bacon, a production of iHeartRadio. Welcome to the Clubhouse with Shane Bacon. I am your host, Shane Bacon, and this Surprise Friday episode actually is from a bummer moment, I guess you could say, uh, from the U.S. Amateur round of 16. If you missed this, if you've been living under a rock in terms of the golf media world the last day, maybe you missed what happened on Thursday night. Uh, this was, you know, West Coast prime time. A round of 16 matches at the U.S. Amateur, Bannon Dunes, and there was a young man from Argentina playing Tyler Strafasi in their match. And uh, his name is Segundo Olivo Pinto. And he was two down with six holes to play. And he battles his way back. Winds were blowing. It was blowing like 35 miles an hour. Nobody was making any putts. Everybody was missing five footers. It was plain brutal. And he clawed his way back into the match. He wins 16 with a par. They uh, they have 17. And we're all square going to the par 5 18th hole. And that's where all the drama uh, started both players right up by the green and three and uh, Pinto was in the bunker and Strafasi was just off the green and unfortunately Pinto's caddy a young man named Brant Brewer got into the bunker and tested the conditions of the sand with his hand and was caught on camera and uh, Tyler's dad ran over immediately saw what happened brought the rules official in and of course in match play when something like that happens it's lost a hole and when you're playing the 18th hole there's no more holes to make up room. So that's not just a loss of hole, but that was a loss of of the match. So Strafasi moves on, you know, into the quarterfinals. And uh, and Pinto was left, you know, having to answer a whole bunch of questions, including questions for me about what happened. And I was offered the opportunity to give it to have a chat with him about, you know, his approach following the drama, how he handled it so professionally and and just so maturely. I, I just I know. I know 20-year-old Shane Bacon would have had a chance to take a couple of minutes and at least answer the questions, you know, without having to throw anybody under the bus or just slip up and say something because you'd be mad. You'd be upset. You'd be frustrated. And Segundo didn't do any of that. I, 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 was, I was blown away by how 
gracious he was in his defeat and understanding the rules of golf and knowing that that's what it is and sometimes stuff happens. And so when when you when something bad goes down and you can find positive in it, you know, that's what I want to highlight in this sport. That's what I want to highlight in golf. I want to find the people that are either doing good or being good and presenting their story. And so this was an opportunity to do that. If you haven't seen what went down on 18, I will tweet this out as well at Shane Bacon and from the Clubhouse Pod account at the Clubhouse Pod. So I'll I'll get that out for you guys. But I I, I just figured this was a conversation worth having. And uh, and I thought people out there that have been consuming a lot of the information about everything that went down in the round of 16 match would have a chance to hear from the man himself. So that's what this is. Hope you guys are having a good week. Hope you guys have a good weekend. And uh, we'll be back next week. But yeah, th- this was a surprise episode and it's not overly long. I'm sure that's good for you guys, but I, I knew people would be excited about it. So here we go. And we welcome into the clubhouse uh, a man that has... Been in the news the last day or so, uh, not for anything he did or anything he didn't do, just for his great play and, of course, an unfortunate situation. Segundo Olivo Pinto, I appreciate you taking the time. I know, obviously, the last probably 12 hours have been an unbelievable whirlwind for you. What's it been like basically from yesterday afternoon into Friday? Well, it's been pretty crazy uh, getting all this message after the big situation that we had on 18 yesterday. Um, all my friends and family and lots of other people uh, were there to stand for me and uh, tell me how I managed the thing, the, the situation that I did really well in it. So, I mean, I'm glad to see there's so many people out there supporting, um, I don't know, supporting me, I guess. And I, I want to get to the, I want to get to obviously what happened, you know, on, on the 18th hole there at Bannon Dunes and everything. But before I do that, I, I try to be positive. It's one of the things that is one of the mantras I try to follow. So I wanted to first just focus on your week. This was your first U.S. Amateur. Is that correct? Yes, this is my first U.S. And you, I mean, you get a run into the round of 16. And I mean, even in the, even in the match that you lost to Tyler Strafasi, you were two down with six to play. You went a couple of holes to tie that match and get it to the 18th hole. So if you would, can you just summarize the week? You know, what it was like to play in an amateur, what it was like to play the amateur at Bannon Dunes, and that round of 16 match where it looked like you were going to lose maybe a little quicker, and all of a sudden you battled yourself back into an all-square match with a hole to play. Well, if you ask me where I wanted to play um, at USM, before I even knew it was a Bannon Dunes, I would have said this place. Because I've been here last year and it's just my favorite um, golf resort ever so I'm really glad I, I came and uh, the fact that I played the USM for the first time is great here the competition is amazing everyone who is here deserves it and they're all good players so it was really nice to be up there um, fighting with the best guys in the world yeah, I mean, it, it is, you know, just so you know, Bannon Dunes also my favorite place in the world. I mean, I had my bachelor party there. I've been lucky enough to go, you know, probably a dozen times or so just with friends and work and kind of everything that, that I do in, in my life. And it is one of my favorite places in the world. Does the golf course translate to your game? I mean, you're from Argentina. I know you've, you played in Wilmington. You're at Arkansas now. Does that golf course, did it make sense to you when you first got a chance to play it? And is it one of those places that now you, you've fallen in love with the way the golf is in terms of a, kind of a link style? Uh, so 
last year when I played, it was my first experience here in Lynx as well. So it was kind of hard, like the first couple of rounds. But then after you start playing the course more and more, you start to make sense of what to do and what not to do. And I think, uh, I think Lynx is the nicest style of golf courses. It's the it's the original style, right? I mean, that's what they play in Scotland, and that's what they play in Ireland, and now we get a chance to have kind of a traditional link style golf tournament with with COVID being around. What was the week life like in terms of of getting to Bannon Dunes, you know, having somewhere to stay, and also the process of getting a caddy? I mean, if this hadn't have been a, a COVID year, do you think you would have brought a friend to loop for you, or was always the plan to get somebody that that maybe was a local that knew the area? Um. Well. I don't know. I guess I guess I would probably brought a friend. Okay. It just things things may um things got complicated with Kobe um with the testing and stuff. But I mean having a local always helps, you know. Especially in these type of courses that are courses that are unknown to most guys because no most of the guys haven't played a bandage. Yeah, you get a local caddy, Brant Brant Brewer was his name, correct? Yes. And uh, and how did the process go about obtaining the caddy? Like, what did you have to do, and how did you guys meet? And 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 was there initial kind of chemistry, friendship, whatever was going to go down with that? So he was supposed to caddy actually for my teammate William Bull, but William, uh, his dad was going to caddy for him, so there was like a confusion. And then I, I I thought I could use a caddy, so I talked to him, and he he took my bag. And I mean, he's a really nice guy. We we I really enjoyed. Um, playing around with him he's a guy with a lot of passion for sure he's really passionate about what he does and it's sad that what happened for for myself and also for him because his dreams of being a caddy tour just got shattered yeah i mean it, it seemed like you guys had maybe uh, it seemed like you guys were really getting along on the golf course and it seemed like you two maybe had similar approaches to both golf caddy and the whole process i mean it seemed like you guys were really on the same page at least that's what it looked like from from tv yeah we, we were a good team um, a great team i think he was really passionate and he was trying to keep me fired up and uh, i think he did a really good job um all week until well until the very last moment but before that it was great yeah, and, and so now now we'll go through 18 i, I just figured we can we can kind of step by step go through what happened so you know, you 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 tie the match on sixteen. You guys, you guys have uh, seventeen. You get to the par five, eighteen. Eighteen was playing into the win, wasn't it? It seemed at least seemed like that from the tee shots. A lot, yeah. I was playing <laughs> like 40, 30 miles, forty miles an hour into the win. I was I was watching it with a friend of mine that had gone to Bandon once. He actually went with me uh, for my bachelor party, and this was I guess four years ago. And not a not a great golfer. He's he's a guy that's passionate about the game, but not great. And he he saw where y'all's tee shots were. And he goes, that's where I hit my tee shot. And I go, yeah, they're they're playing into a forty mile an hour win, though. That's the that's the big difference in in you and them. Is it's a little bit of a tougher hole. So tee shot, and you obviously had to lay up. And third shot goes in the bunker. And from TV, obviously before everything happened with the rules, it looked like you had a pretty, you know, like tough, tight, just brutal lie in there did did it look like as you were looking at the lie and everything that you were going to have to go through with that fourth shot do you feel like it was a kind of a golf shot you were going to be able to get close to be honest i i felt like i i had the, the i had the upper hand of tyler okay I had a 20 yard bunker shot into the wind uphill he had a downhill downwind chip shot from the tie lie 
So besides the lie of my on the bunker being pretty weird, I still felt that I had the upper hand. And you also you also had the momentum. I mean, you you would like I said, you'd fought yourself back in the match. I mean, I'm assuming you get to that point thinking, you know, this guy had a two up lead. I didn't have the two up lead. Would you was that part of was that playing in at all? Yeah, I think I was playing it all, and uh, it showed on 16 when he missed uh, a short putt. I think I definitely had the, the advantage both shot-wise and momentum-wise. So at what point, as you're looking at the lie, going up to the green, did you at all see Brant messing with the sand, bending down? D- did you see anything that would have given you hesitation, at, like, what did my caddy just do? No, to be honest, I I, I don't. I'm, I'm usually not looking right. uh, at my caddy and trying to prevent him from doing something illegal. <laughs> so I was just, I went to the flag, came back. Uh, as you can see on TV, I, I was checking the line, grabbed a cup, started doing swings. And while, while I'm doing swings and trying to feel my shot, on TV they showed that on the side, Brandon is feeling the sand. And I, I didn't know. I, like, I didn't even see him. So I'm about to hit the shot. And then the referee comes and he says, he asked my caddy, what do you do? And I'm like, what did he do? So I had no clue. And then, well, Strafas' dad stepped in, started um, making accusations, and uh, and then they told me that it was pretty clear on TV. So, I mean, there's nothing I could do at that point, but I accept um, the fact that I was, I was done for a tournament. At what point... During all of that, did you realize internally, damn, I, I just, I just, I just lost this match. I mean, at what point during the process of the ref and the caddies having the conversation, did you know this is it? This is over. I mean, this is match play and it's a loss of hole. Yeah. When, when the referee said we had it, we have it on TV and it's pretty clear. And I, I realized that it was a loss of hole because I have match players. So, I mean, I just took off my, my hat and, and shook his hand. We're going to take a quick break and be right back. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb. Tuning out all the constant. Just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. 
the ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. You mentioned, you know, the text messages you've received, you know, the messages on social media. I mean, it's been very positive. I mean, I think people have really appreciated and respected the way you handled the situation. What I think I found so impressive, you being such a young man, is the way you you handled it initially. I mean, everybody can take 5, 10, 20 minutes, you know, take a couple of deep breaths and walk back out and, and have a conversation about it. But I mean, you got interviewed right there about what went down and, and you didn't, you know, you didn't throw brand under the bus. You were very, you were just very respectful of the whole situation. How were you able to do that? Because if I was you in my 20 year old self, I'm not sure I would have been able to handle it the way you handled it. I know I wouldn't have been able to handle it the way you handled it. Yeah, to be honest, it was everything happened so quick. I just didn't have any time to think. I was just, you know, being myself, I guess. Um, So I try to look at the positive things of the week. I mean, I had a great time this week, regardless of the, the ending. So I guess that's that's what showed up in uh, in my interview after the great week that I had. Did you have a conversation at some point after everything settled, the dust settled? Did you ever have a chance to to chat with Bran and just kind of go through what went down on his side? Yeah, yeah I, I called him um, after, and uh, he was really really sad about what happened. He was apologizing to me. He. He wanted to win as much as I did. As I told you, he's a really passionate guy. So he was all about winning the trophy. And he was as upset as someone can be for the situation that happened. He he obviously didn't do it on purpose. He was he didn't knew the rule. That that's a problem. Yeah. So I mean, he uh, that's I think that's the thing that people have been a bit confused about is you've got. You know, a young man that is caddying in an enormous championship. I mean, it's the oldest championship in American golf. And, you know, he has he does something wrong on the last hole. And he's the guy everybody's blaming. And what I think, A, we were talking about the way you handled it. You're not blaming him, which is which takes, you know, a higher road approach. And secondly, 
he obviously is upset at himself for what went down. But what seems like has been the case is Brant didn't know he was doing something wrong. I mean, is that fair to say about what he was doing in the bunker? That's what I think when I look at the videos, because he called me when I called him, he said, I can go in the bunker and just stand there. But, and he thought that if he could stand on the bunker, he could also touch the sand. Um, so I, I mean, for anyone who competes in golf, it's pretty easy to say that that's not actually illegal, but it was his first major championship. He's only been catting recreational. So, I mean, he just didn't know. And you looking back on the week, you know, you, you make it to the round of 16, you have a chance to advance into the quarterfinals. You're playing Bannon Dunes, you're playing a U.S. amateur you're representing Argentina. I mean, it's all these things that you had the opportunity to do at such a young age. When you look back a year from now, two years from now, what will you take away from this week in terms of who you are, the type of player you are, and who you'll be as you move forward? I don't know. I guess I'll call you back in two years and I can talk about it. I mean, we'll do it in two. We can do it in two years. Maybe 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 we're having this conversation without the rules thing about the Masters or the U.S. Open, you know? I mean, that that might be our year, our conversation in two years, you know? Hopefully. I mean, I'm just going to, I'm just going to keep doing my thing and keep trying to get better and uh, come back next year and win, win this tournament. Growing up in Argentina, I can only imagine that you had some heroes you looked up to in the golf world. Who is somebody that either got you interested in the game or somebody that you looked at as that's who I want to be at some point as a, as a golfer and as a person? Well, uh, the one who got interested got me interested in the game is my dad. Um, we would just uh, go play every afternoon until dark, even in the winter, you know, it was freezing, and he would just be next to me. And we were just walking balls so he he's kind of like my hero that way um but my the guy that i wanted to be always has been Anja cabrera you know two-time major champion he's he's a beast and uh i just try to do what he does out on the course yeah, I was going to say, I mean, I, you, you're, I'm assuming your age, you probably were a kid when he won at Oakmont, right? I mean, you had to have been a young kid getting a chance to watch this guy battle Tiger Woods at Oakmont. And then, of course, you know, in the playoff at the Masters, I mean, these are the two biggest events in the world, and this guy wins both of them. He, uh, he had to have been an inspiration for the country. I, I just, I can only imagine that there's probably a big golf contingent from Argentina that saw what he did and said, I can do that as well. Yeah, he he's he's from my hometown as well. We were actually from the same golf club, so we played uh, before we both came in the same plane to the U.S. on on July this year, and uh, we talked a lot. He shared a lot of good stories um, that I learned a lot about. And yesterday he texted me. He was actually watching the match, and he texted me. He told me not to worry about that. I have a huge career ahead of me, and that this is just starting. Outside of uh, Cabrera texting you, who else? Who else that? What people would know, you know, maybe of that's famous or a golfer or, or something like that. Who else randomly has sent you a note about everything that went down over the last day? I truly don't know. I just got so many messages I haven't checked right now. Like <laughs> it's, my phone, my phone has been blowing up for the past um, past twelve hours, but I haven't been able to check anything because, like, I'm I've been trying to 
get relaxed and get away a little bit from the situation. Where have you been? Did you are you are you still abandoned dunes? Or are you have you left? What's the what's the next plan? Well, I love this place, man. I'm staying today to play around. <laughs> nice, Maybe old Mac or or sheep ranch. I don't know. You're gonna go play some more golf. I love it. So, uh, so maybe Sheep Ranch, maybe Old Mac, maybe both. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna play a match against my teammate Julian Perico. That's gonna be the real match. We're gonna be streaming in live. <laughs> I, I, we might have to, might have to see if NBC can send a camera over and get a, get get a feel for uh get a feel for how the battle goes. I was out there. Uh, I guess I was out there two months ago and got a chance to play Sheep Ranch a couple times and uh and. Let me just say, make sure your phone's charged because you're going to be taking a, a a pretty good amount of pictures and videos as you play that place. the The views there are absolutely ridiculous. But it's uh, it's been I know it's been a crazy, like I said, last day. I know it's been a crazy last few hours. I appreciate you taking just a few minutes to talk about it. I uh, I always am impressed by young people that can handle stuff like an adult. And I think I speak for everybody in the golf world when I say. That is maybe the the lightest way of of approaching what you did. You handled it with grace and dignity. You were kind to somebody that I think a lot of people maybe would have been upset with. So, uh, you know, this is one of those moments that while it can be a negative, you know, losing a golf match is never a positive. But I feel like when you look at the bigger picture, you know, this could be one of those moments that you can really look at and go, I grew from this. You know, I learned from this and other people watching will do the same. So I think you pat yourself on the back and say, good job. Because, uh, you know, not every not everybody leaves an event a winner, but I feel like you're leaving this event a winner in a certain way. So I appreciate you just being being the guy you are, man. It was uh, it was great to see, you know, something positive out of, out of a tough situation. Well, thank you very much for the compliment. Uh, yeah, you've been so nice to me. It was really nice talking to you. And uh, and yeah, we're excited to see maybe uh, maybe you and a. Uh, Angel will be flying on a plane together to major championships and, and beyond. You know, you never know. I mean, that's if you got a buddy, let me say this is a little piece of advice I'm going to give you uh, that I still, I'm at 36 years old, still haven't accomplished. But if you've got a friend that has a private plane or flies private, be really good friends with that guy. That's way better than, uh, than, than everything else. So just don't ever mess that relationship up. You always want to want to keep that going, you know? And, uh, yeah, I'll fly with you. Sure. That sounds great. So uh, there you go. You already have a one. You're, you're one up on me in my in our life match, you know? All right. Well, thank you very much for the, for the piece of my box. I'm like, I'll keep that in mind. I'll try to <laughs> write that down. I'll try to text someone who, who has a, a private jet as if they want to be my friends. Awesome. Thanks so much, man. I appreciate it. I appreciate uh, you you calling me. It's been a great talk. We're going to take a quick break and be right back. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all. But I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? 
Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. A big thanks to Segundo for coming on. A big thanks to the USGA for helping out, including Robbie Zelznick, who uh, was so gracious in setting this up. Uh, Thank you guys for listening. And make sure, if you could, if you've got two minutes, just send the young man a thank you. Send the young man a a congrats. Send the young man an attaboy. I, I, I can't stress how important it is to hear those things when something devastating in your career happens you know i mean he's he's young he's gonna be a junior in college but this was a chance i mean you're 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 playing in a championship where history has been made and history is made every year you know this is a championship where the trophy says jack nicholas and tiger woods and phil mickelson and that is just naming a very small legion of legends that have won this championship and the havemeyer trophy so to have a chance to, to be in that round of 16 and to have a legit chance of continuing to move on and potentially get into the finals, you know, and get a Masters invite and a U.S. Open invite and to maybe win this thing and, and forever be known as U.S. Amateur Champion, that's a huge deal. And, and this, so, you know, losing a match because of a rules infraction is a bummer. And luckily, we have a young man that handled it graciously and handled it the right way. So thank you guys for listening. Always appreciate it. Uh, we'll be back next week. We got David McClay Kidd. Coming on early next week, just to recap, Bannon Dunes highlighted, you know, a U.S. GA championship and the U.S. Amateur, you know, his baby, his his beauty. I've chatted with him a little bit via text and uh, excited to talk to him. I've never had him on, so that'll be fun. So that is early in the week, just kind of just kind of talking about what it was like to see Bannon Dunes showcase this way, and uh, and yeah, so that'll be next week. But enjoy your weekend. We'll be back uh, very soon. The Clubhouse with Shane Bacon is a production of iHeartRadio 
For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.